going now to the year of 1954 in Muncie, Indiana, USA, then at my age of three, we moved to the former 804 Neely Avenue in Muncie, now called 1204 Neely Avenue because of a Muncie conspiracy told to me by a woman FBI agent in 1986 just 30 miles west of Phoenix, Arizona, where I was living at the time, I lived in Phoenix, Arizona for four years from March 30, 1984, June 1988, when I then moved to Seattle-slash-Mount Lake Terrace-slash-Marysville, Washington, State, and the Pacific Northwest, it is called, anyway, when I moved to the then 804 Neely Avenue with my younger brother, Paul and my parents, of course, many interesting things happened the three years I lived there in my new home, 1954-1957, here are things of interest that happened there then, first of all, I tried to drive my parents' 1940s green Chevrolet when I was just five years old, when I was in kindergarten, I had watched my parents drive the car a thousand times and I though I knew what to do to drive it, when I was five years old. It was parked in front of the house there, and one morning, while my father was gone someplace, my mother told me in the morning that she would take me to the library, to get some books to read, for me. So while she was inside the house, I think she was in the kitchen, I went outside, the car was parked on the street curb, with the street going slightly downhill so I got in the car by myself, without her knowledge of course, and I first released the hand brake slash parking brake it was called, which was a huge lever in between the two front seats, to my right as I sat in the driver's seat, I turned the handle sideways which released the parking brake and the car started to move and go forward downhill slowly at first, then gaining speed, I then put my foot on what I though was the brakes of the car, but the car kept on going downhill and would not stop. I got scared. I thought, why isn't the car stopping? I'm pushing the brake pedal down with all the force I can. I did not know there was a third pedal in the middle of three pedals called the clutch. So when the car continued slowly going downhill next to the curb, I had to do something to make the car stop, because it was slowly accelerating, so I turned the steering wheel to the right to make it crash into a tree next to the curb and street, which it did, the car was going about 3 miles per hour speed, so when it crashed, it did not do any damage to the car or me, thankfully, because the front fender slash bumper was made of thick, solid steel, and did not get dents in it. So after the car crashed into the tree, I thought, now I am really in trouble. And I was right I honked the horn to get my mother to come outside to the car and figure out how to get the car away from the tree, I did not know how to put the car into reverse to back out of the tree, so she was super upset with me and yelled at me something like what are you doing behind the steering wheel in the driver's seat? Look what happened. Etc. So I explained it all to her, and after a few minutes, she calmed down and said something like you better not let your father know about this. I didn't let my father know about it, Anyway, that my first experience trying to drive a car, at age 5, I got lucky, I guess. No harm, no foul as they say in sports sometimes. Several more super interesting things happened when I was living in the new house, mostly when I was 5 years old in 1956. I saw a cartoon on the TV where a cartoon person is talking on a telephone to another person at the other end of the phone line, someplace else, and in this cartoon, the person making the phone call is upset with the other person on the other end of the phone line, and so this person who is upset, making the phone call, takes a big glass of milk, and pours the milk into his telephone, where you talk into it, and makes the milk travel through the telephone line a long distance to the other person on the phone and the milk squirts out of the earpiece of the other person's phone at a high volume and speed, and it shoots out completely into the other person's ear, to make the receiver of the milk super upset, the gist of this is, I thought I could do the same thing as in the cartoon. So I called a person I did not like, and tried to do the same things as in the cartoon, I took a half gallon of milk from my family's refrigerator and poured it into the telephone in the living room, it was on a desk type thing, expecting it to travel a long distance and shoot out the other end of the phone line into the ear of the person who I didn't like, 
but instead of that happening, contrary to the cartoon, it just ruined our phone and the phone would not work. So I got reprimanded for that mistake. Everybody makes mistakes, right? So I learned my lesson and never did that again. Other things there, my brother Paul did something terrible there where he almost caught our house on fire. Paul was in our bedroom on the second floor, it was a two-story house, and Paul had a hot, bright lamp with a hot 100-watt light bulb in it, it was like a short table lamp in the bedroom and it had an extension cord on it, so Paul for some stupid reason, was in trouble and when my parents were coming into the room where Paul was, he hid the lit lamp, he took the shade off, and stuck it inside the closet, with the light bulb on, and covered the hot light bulb with a foam rubber pillow we had and he shut the closet door, and left it like that for more than a half hour, soon, the room was smelling like burned rubber and the pillow caught on fire, and a bunch of smoke filled the room. My parents found out and they called the Muncie Fire Department on a 911 emergency phone number, and the fireman came out in a fire truck and put out the fire in the bedroom. Close call. Paul got into big trouble for that, or later, I will pause here for now, to be continued.